trust is really important and vital to any product or brand. You want to have trusted information. You want to be current. You want to be up to date. I want to have a conversational tone and offering information before the person even knows that they need it. So being that really good friend who's kind of being helpful. Hello, and welcome to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps marketers, business leaders, and entrepreneurs sell more effectively to the world's most powerful consumer, mums. Each fortnight, we bring you a deep diving interview with a marketing specialist from around the globe who can help you gain insights about this influential consumer. Let's hear from our host, Katrina McCarter. Hello listeners, it's Katrina McCarter, your host. In today's episode, we speak with Hansa Begava. Now, Hansa is an MD and she is also the Senior Medical Director at WebMD and Medscape. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with WebMD, this is a health information platform with approximately 76 million monthly users. So very, very impressive. Now, in this episode, Hansa shares how mothers use digital to seek out their health information and discusses how this differs for different sub-segments of the mum market. She also shares with us how her brand builds trust, as well as sharing tips around how brands can develop deeper relationships with parents. Now, specifically, some of the things that Hansa and I explore during this episode include the success of WebMD in being mum's health companion. We also talk about why mums are seeking out their health information via mobile devices. And Hansa talks about why millennial mothers over-index on seeking health information. She also identifies key health concerns for mothers and how dads search their health information differently. We talk about how WebMD builds trust and integrity and Hansa discusses her personal passion around childhood obesity and how brands can support parents in the food space. Hansa also shares tips with us on developing deeper relationships with parents within the health environment. So sit back and enjoy listening to Hansa and her take on how mums are seeking out their health information in the digital age. Our guest today is Hansa Bhargava. Welcome to the show, Hansa. Thank you for having me. Can you share with us a little bit about your role as medical director and what that involves? I understand that you lead the content and editorial strategy at WebMD, and I'd love it if you could share a little bit with our listeners about what it is that you do. Sure. So first of all, I wanted to say that I love my job. And that is because it, I, I find WebMD and any kind of health media enterprise or organization really important in a patient's healthcare. I'm senior medical director, but I'm also a physician. And, you know, physicians want to do the best for patients, both whether they see them one-on-one in the office or whether they have an opportunity to take a platform and get that message heard for them to get good information in a timely manner. And WebMD really is a brand that takes that very seriously. So I love being here. What I do as senior medical director is basically I... I weigh in on content, content strategy, uh, special news reports, 
also um, definitely ensure that content is accurate and up to date. And also, I sometimes serve as a spokesperson for both WebMD and Medscape when they do special reports or a deep dive into uh, information. Fantastic. Now, listen, one of the things that I wanted to uh, talk to you about was about how people actually search uh, for health information. We've seen uh, the way people are searching for information about their health has really changed quite dramatically, I guess, over the last decade. And increasingly, we see mothers turning to the internet, I guess, to answer their medical questions. And mothers are really demanding their answers answers, you know, just in an instant. And WebMD, I think, has really identified this gap in the market and and has become that go-to online companion for many mothers. I understand that WebMD is the number one online health magazine in the world. And I was wanting to see, Hansa, if you could share with us, what does this really mean? You know, what kind of web traffic are we talking about? And how many mothers are, are you really reaching? So you're, you're right that people are searching for health information online more than ever before. In fact, uh, before they used to uh, use desktops, but now we're seeing increasingly that traffic is mobile. And moms specifically will be searching for information on the move. So, you know, moving on mobile is, is really, really important, whether it's in the carpool, dropping your kids off, or in the grocery store. Uh, we found that that traffic is definitely increasing. We have about 76 million users per month coming to our website. And, you know, we don't, know, we don't give out specific traffic stats on it, but we are able to say that the site has somewhat more women than men. And the median age is, you know, early to mid-30s. So, you know, we do know our user database uh, well, and we try to also pay attention to data on a regular basis in terms of where people are going, what kind of content they like, and try to engage the audience from that perspective. Listen, that's really fascinating. Huge stats, 76 million. And I thought that you would be uh, skewed to the millennials, uh, which, uh, which you've confirmed that you are. And it leads me well into my next question, uh, which is around millennial mums. We see them taking their role as a parent very, very seriously. You know, they're striving to be the best parent that they can be. And I'd love to understand whether you're seeing that translate over at WebMD, and it sounds like you are, do millennial mothers outsearch other segments of mothers on WebMD? I think that millennial moms definitely go to the internet and are online and are savvy users, uh, probably more than other groups. We basically do see a lot of our users going to our symptom checker. We have a lot of tools, such as the symptom checker, uh, the BMI tool, several other tools, as well as apps. And we do find that the symptom checker is very popular uh, to check symptoms with possible conditions and related treatments. Uh, that tool I really like because they can instantly access the health content, print out it, doctors or partners, also find local health care providers and specialists. It's not a diagnostic tool, but it does provide information that can help parents and moms especially decide what steps to take next. So, uh, yeah, I think that they are definitely a savvy group and they, they want the information now and they want it trusted and they want it you know, served up in an engaging way. And, and they're coming to our website to, to do that. So we're very happy about that. 
Yeah, thank you. I remember a few years ago at a conference hearing from Google and they were talking about what mums really ser- are searching for and I remember being really surprised by uh, one of one of the search queries that, w- that was ranking really highly. And I wanted to ask you, you know, what areas of concern are mums actually searching for on WebMD and is there something that you've found particularly surprising and I guess weren't expecting that mums are searching for? So I think most of the areas are very typical areas in that they're searching for colds and coughs and fevers and feeding issues. You know, what do I feed my child is a top performing one. There's other ones that are that are in that sphere. One surprising issue to me is really how in how the search engine actually optimizes the search. So the majority of our users and probably all users out there are using Google. And, you know, that is how, you know, that's how people end up on a site. But what's really important is to actually use the right words and the content to make sure that Google picks up your content and elevates it. And for that, actually, something that really surprised me, Katrina, was that you actually have to phrase it in the way that a person thinks. So one article we had, and this is not necessarily relevant to just moms, it's to everyone, is, you know, being tired. So we we framed the article as, you know, why am I so tired or why am I tired? And we found that that did not really, that elevated, but not, it did not elevate it as much as why am I so tired all the time? So actually, what I found surprising was the way that you ask the question, the way that you title it, the way that you actually use the words uh, in your content really influences what a user will see first. And I think that's really important just going back to the main theme, because if you do want to serve up good content that's trusted, that's accurate, and you really have the, the best intentions in mind, you also have to talk about talk about strategy in terms of how to get that to bubble up in front of everything else. Before we continue with the podcast episode, I want to tell you about our podcast sponsor, Cooperate. Cooperate is a powerful marketing technology platform that allows marketers to visualize your brand's customer journey, deliver great content at each stage of that journey, and see how it all performs, all managed from one centralized location. Cooperate has been built by marketers for marketers. I've actually had the opportunity to see the platform in action and I genuinely think it's worth taking a look at if you're a marketer managing large brands which want to attract more mums. Now let's head back to the podcast. And so we know that dads are playing an increasingly active role in family life, particularly in millennial and Gen Z uh, families or Gen Z, as you call them. I'm keen to know, are you seeing this reflected in the searches coming through WebMD and are dads searching for the same type of information or are you needing to create new content to pitch to them? 
Sure, that's a great question, Katrina. So I would, I'll step into my pediatrician hat for a second and just say, I think dads in general are getting more involved. I absolutely agree with you. And dads generally ask the same questions as mom. And typically in the doctor's office, often moms have given them a script to ask questions from as well. So there's a lot of conversations happening with moms and dads and, you know, in the doctor's office and outside the doctor's office. And so that behavior, I think, is also coming in terms of coming into the online realm as well. So they are searching for a lot of the same information as the moms. They're much more involved, as you said. And what we do at WebMD is that we base our content decisions on our data. So basically, we match a user's behavior and their demographics and drive them through an experience. And when we reach qualified audiences with advanced predictive targeting models, because of this, we basically have, we are able to, you know, have that number one reach for the top 50 diagnoses. So a lot of our decisions are based on uh, information that we're collecting and we serve up content specific to that. But in, in answer to your question, I think they're searching for a lot of the same types of topics that moms are. Oh, really interesting. And I love that uh, data-driven approach. I'm very much a data-driven marketer. So, so I was really interested to hear that. You touched on something earlier that I'd really like to talk about, and you mentioned trust. I believe that we're really living in a time where many mothers have trust issues with a lot of brands. WebMD, though, is considered a very trusted brand. And I'm keen to get your insights into why you think that is and what is WebMD actively doing uh, to build trust with mothers? I think that's a really interesting question, Katrina, and I do agree with you. Trust is really important and vital to any product or brand. At WebMD, we take that really seriously. So we have a team of health professionals that are in-house that look at every piece of content that we put out there to make sure that it's accurate and up-to-date. And so we strive to do that, and we have always done that, and we've never compromised on that. Uh, Specifically, we have doctors in-house, and I'm one of five doctors that are in-house, and then we have a board of doctors outside that are vetted and part of our team as well that review content as well. So I think that's really important in terms of trust. I think the other thing is always to manage, uh, you know, no matter what happens in an industry or for a product, it's really important to be stay true to your vision, which WebMD has done. So that actually shows transparency and also shows quality to the consumer. And when there's a lot of noise out there, we found at WebMD that that is really what elevates us in front of everyone else. Mm, really interesting. I'd actually add something else there. I think that WebMD really shows a deep understanding of parents, um, their concerns. But what I particularly like about your approach is that you have content from doctors who are also parents. And I think the ability to be able to, you know, authentically empathize with parents is so important in that relation build and in building that trust. And, and I think that you do that very well. And I do, I, I do agree with you. There is a lot of content that's put out there by doctor parents. And uh, I think that also we try really hard to use words that engage the audience as well. Uh, that's something that we have some expertise at in and uh, we try to stay away from doctory words uh, beyond reading level and uh, verbal level that is very easy to understand but it also has that warm and soft tone but delivers the information that's needed. 
Yeah, fantastic. Listen, I'd actually probably like to change tack a little bit here and I want to talk about uh, a passion of yours. I know that you've got a really deep expertise in kids and nutrition and in particular childhood obesity. And I'm really keen to actually explore this with you. I'd like to see if you might be able to share some of the statistics around childhood obesity that, you know, we should know about. Sure, absolutely. So, Obesity, unfortunately, is a very significant problem in the United States and also in the world. And in the United States, actually, we are seeing that one third of kids are actually obese and many are even overweight. And overweight and obese are defined differently by the CDC. And that's why I'm kind of distinguishing between them. And I think that there is actually multiple variables that are affecting uh, this rise in this epidemic. Are you able to share some of those with us? Yes, absolutely. So I think what's happened is that there is definitely, you know, a movement, at least in, in the United States, towards processed foods, instant foods, uh, you know, convenient foods. And that movement has been going on for the last two decades. And by this, what has happened is that there's an increased consumption of empty calories. Uh, and in addition to that, the other issue that has occurred is that there's a decreasing decrease in physical activity and an increase in sedentary activity. So what I mean by that is that people aren't moving. Uh, and that's because of a variety of problems in the United States. I could speak to the fact that schools have uh, cut out physical education because of lack of funding. There's uh, people are driving more. There's not that many walkable cities, unfortunately. And also, of course, there's screens. So all of that has actually created a perfect storm. And unfortunately, the children are somewhat the victims of that storm. But there are things that we can do as parents and as moms to actually help change that. Have you read Marketing to Mums? How to Sell More to Australia's Most Powerful Consumer? This best-selling book was written by your podcast host, Katrina McCarter. In it, she shares her eight-step framework to increase sales and profits. Whether you are selling a product or service, Katrina's methodology will provide you with the roadmap to growth. You can get your copy from Amazon. From a brand perspective, particularly for any of the marketers that might be listening uh, in who are operating in the food space, how can they support parents to make better choices? And I'd be really curious to know if there's a brand which is doing a particularly good job at this. Sure. So I think that to support parents, it's really important to touch upon some of the things that we talked about earlier, which is basically engage the parent, build that relationship with that parent, be their friend, walk side by side with them. Don't be condescending, but be formative and friendly. And so that's the style of your content is really important from that perspective. The other really uh, important aspect of being there for the parent or for the or for the mom is really to talk through stories. So if you can talk about stories such as you know here's a child who had this issue, here's a mom who was who was a single mom with three or four kids, and this is how you made it. She made it work to make sure the kids were getting proper nutrition, proper sleep, proper proper activity. 
that is always very helpful. And lastly, I would say like once you have that audience, it's really important to keep them engaged, Katrina. So, you know, knowing what they want and sending them that information proactively can really help. Whether that information highway is through newsletters or through social media, through other channels, through blogs, it's really important to keep that contact constant, trusted, and, you know, be readily available for them. Yeah, some great tips there, Hansa. In particular, I loved the walk side by side. Uh, I think that that's so important. Mums feel uh, that so much information is quite condescending. But I also loved how you you touched on storytelling. I've personally found that with my clients uh, who use storytelling so effectively. And I think that that is a, a critical success factor. Just staying on this path in in speaking to our marketers uh, who are our listeners, in your experience driving content within that health environment, what tips would you give some marketers who are wanting to develop deeper relationships with parents? So I think that the most important tip is really to respect your customer. Just respect your customer first and foremost. You, You want to be current. You want to be up to date. You have, want to have trusted information, not based on any kind of, you know, trends. It really, I mean, it can be based on trends, but as long as it's trusted and, and data-based and you want to be engaging. Very important that we've, we've, one important part of this is really to have a conversational tone. So it's that side-by-side that I mentioned before. Uh, it should feel personal. It should be friendly. It should be side-by-side. In fact, our app that we worked on, for example, our baby app, that was one uh, one area that we actually highlighted for people that we really wanted to be the digital uh, nurse or the digital doctor, doc in your pocket anytime available when you don't even know that you need need the doctor. So offering information that's not only timely for when you need it, but kind of looking forward and knowing that your child's going to be 18 months, uh, that your child's going to be two years and offering that information before uh, that the person or the mom or the dad even knows that they need it. So being that really good friend who's kind of being helpful. Uh, And then also don't just apply the facts and information. You want to tell them how to apply it to their lives. I I don't know, um, Katrina, I do believe you're a mom as well. I'm a mom. Uh, I have two kids, and it's great to read that information or know that information through apps or through content. But what I really need to know is how do I fit this into my life? You know, how do I talk to my, my kids are older, so how do I make sure I talk to them and connect to them? Well, a great tip would be to be talking to them in the car, having no no radio on, no earphones on rules. So even though they're not talking to you, there's much more, you create that arena to talk to them, for example. So fitting it into a mom's life is really, really important and in terms of time management and, you know, just having a way to get it done. So those tips that are really practical are really important and you want to be clear and concise. We do find using visual cues is really helpful as well, uh, especially on social media. And then the experience also should be very simple, easy to understand, and easy to remember. I hope that was not too much information, Katrina. No, it was fantastic, actually. I am a parent, to answer your question, and I have three teenagers. So uh, we're 
deep in puberty. So when you talked about driving in the car and turning off the radio, that is where all our health and medical conversations and and puberty conversations happen uh, because there's that lack of eye contact, which, which my kids prefer when I'm having some of those conversations with them. So I was internally chuckling as as you said it and and you're right health marketers really need to be in the heads of of mothers and when it when do they need this information timely content is is so critical i guess here so i think that you shared some some wonderful insights there just to finish off that last question i think sorry katrina one one more thought i had about being a consumer and reaching our moms is i think being on mobile is really really important because you're a mom, I'm a mom, and most of my work as a parent is often when I'm running between things. <laughs> I think you probably do the same thing. So, you know, having that mobile website is really, really important too. Sorry, I just wanted to finish that off. No, you're right. Uh, between three and seven, it's often car time and I'm still working, of course. Uh, so, yeah, my business takes place exclusively mobile after three. So, yeah, very, very good point. So how might listeners who are really interested in this health marketing space, I guess, find out more about WebMD and yourself? Sure, absolutely. Well, you can go to www.webmd.com for more information at WebMD and uh, register so that you can actually get newsletters from WebMD. And that's really specific to what you like uh, in terms of information. I would invite you to come there because they have great special news articles. In fact, we had a news report recently on lead in the water and toxins in the water. And we also had some really other, some other very, very interesting reports. You can follow us on social media, on Twitter, just search for WebMD, uh, as well as on Instagram and on Facebook. For me particularly, I do have a Twitter account as well. It's at Hansa Bargava MD, and I often tweet out WebMD information, but also information for parenting and information that I think might be new and interesting and really relevant to bringing up children. So I would love for you to follow me there. Fantastic. Well, listen, can I say, Hansa, it has been a real pleasure speaking with you today and I guess understanding more about the success behind WebMD and finding a little bit out about content direction. I wanted to thank you for being part of Marketing to Mums, the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. It's really been an honour and privilege and uh, I hope this information is helpful to the audience and as well to parents. I'm sure it will be of great value. Thanks very much. Thank you. I find it so interesting the way mothers now seek out their health information and I love how Hansa can speak with such empathy being both a mother as well as a doctor. If you'd actually like to find out some more information about WebMD and Hansa's work, please head over to the show notes on the Marketing to Mums website. Thank you for listening to Marketing to Mums, the podcast. You've been listening to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps you drive sales and profit in your organization by developing a deeper understanding of the world's most powerful consumer, mums. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and a review and tell us what your key takeaway was or who your favorite guest was and why. If you would like to get the show notes from today's episode or any of the links mentioned, all you need to do is head to marketingtomums.com.au forward slash podcast. 
don't forget to sign up to receive an email to let you know when the next episode is released. Thanks for listening.